Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the R2D2 and C3PO of Digital Ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. Oh, that is right. I am Joshua Verwers. This gentleman is Jared Brown. R2-D2, probably in this scenario. You, why do you think you're R2-D2? Uh, you know, I'm just going to go for a physical structure. You're, you're, you're a tall <laughs> dude. You know, a tall, slimmer dude. I'm a short, rounder, you know. So I think I think that would fit us. You know, okay, I'm glad you put an Plus, ER on the end of slim. Because, I mean, tall, slim dude is not the way I would describe myself. <laughs> hey, this this is all relationally here. Like Slimmer. Um yeah, I <laughs> also I, I would say you're probably you're probably more the spokesman. You know, C three PO was was built for linguistics. R two D two getting the job done, you know. <laughs> uh, uh all right, we'll we'll let that one pass. That one I'll, but it, come on. I mean, really. Vlog Pastors Podcast, are these intros not one of the greatest thing ever? Dude, that's awesome. I, I think it builds the show. That's part of my probably my favorite part. It's it's so fun to me, and I don't know where the idea dawn. I'm I don't know where it came from. Um, wait, no, I, just I do. You, do you remember? Go ahead. I do. So it's a it's a hodgepodge of ideas. Um, one, I love British comedy. I love British sci-fi. I love all things British. Um, I mean, I'm drinking from a Doctor Who mug right now. So um, that alone, when I started the YouTube channel, I wanted my intro to be from a female British voice. I just wanted to hear my voice or my name out of that voice. That's that's all it was. That's so weird. That's that's all I wanted. So what do I do? I hop on Fiverr. I think I dropped like 50 bucks to find a voiceover artist to do it. Uh, it took me like three different tries because when some of them found out that I was using this for Christian content, they did not want anything to do with it. Um, they're like, oh, no, I'm I'm not. No. It's like, okay, I'll move on to the next one. Uh, and so I found this lady that did that for my original intro. And then when I did the digital ministry podcast, I wanted that. And then I thought, hey, vlog pastor podcast, you know, the only thing that would be better than hearing my name in a female British voice is to hear Jared's name. That would be awesome. Um, so, I, so I gave her more money to do that. But the descriptors... That came from listening to a podcast that's called the 200 Churches Podcast. Um, and Jeff and Johnny are their names. Uh, a couple pastors, I believe they actually might be from Iowa, uh, if memory serves me right. I used to listen to their podcast all the time. Um, but this is back when I was traveling all the time. And now... I mean, I'm not, so I don't listen to it, but they would have little descriptors similar to that. I mean, it wasn't, you know, the Burton Ernie or the C-3PO and R2-D2. It, it wasn't anywhere close to that, but it was, you know, here are two pastors who something. Um, and it was just like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. I like that little thing because it provides some humor. And so then I just thought, well, hey, what could Jared and I do? And 
so that was kind of where the concept came about and i was like hey yeah. let's let's just run with this and let's see uh what we can and that's do. that's where you sent it over to me you're like okay here's here's kind of what i'm thinking yep. now let's come up with some outrageous comparisons mm-hmm. that would like leave people wondering now wait a minute who's who's who and which is what wait wait, wait yeah. a minute where did that reference come from? And I think I, we have enough that are pre-recorded mm-hmm. right now to get us through, I don't know, probably the next couple months. Um, and then we've got to order we need some new ones. Uh, we got to do a new round. So, hey, anybody listening to the podcast, if you have some funny, you know, dynamic duo type uh, descriptors for Jared and I, let us know. Leave us a comment and it might just show up in a future episode of the Vlog Pastors podcast. So, which, awesome. by the way, if you were unawares, this is Vlog Pastors Podcast, episode number 11. I can and agree with that. I have no idea what I even titled this one without going and looking, and I apparently still have no idea what it's <laughs> titled because I don't have it anywhere on here. Um, what, what, what did we, what is this titled? I'll read you see. to it. Um, YouTube tells me it's should your live should you live stream for your ministry vlog pastors podcast episode eleven. <laughs> Apparently, that is what we are talking about. <laughs> it's my favorite. Let's see, uh, what are we talking about again? Uh, there it is. Do you guys love how well organized we are? <laughs> so, here's the thing: if you guys have paid attention at all to the vlog pastors podcast before. You have heard me saying that I believe most churches should not live stream. Um, And so I'm just coming straight out the gate, which that is my default. However, I do think that there are some situations that live streaming could be beneficial for your church. Um, And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So I had found this article, Jared. You have not read this. Um, We decided that this was going to be the topic at about the negative three minute mark when we were supposed to be live and we hadn't gone live yet. This Uh, is true. (laughs) So this is, we're spitting straight facts right now. Yep. This is how prepared we are. Which I actually found found this interesting because you were just saying, hey, here's the general summary of what I think we're going to talk about today. You know, we're always on board for, you know, spur of the moment. But it elicited a response out of me because I don't know how I feel about this yet. So I kind of feel like I'm... I'm I'm part of the the group that gets to be swayed. So sway me, Joshua. Should should there be should a church live stream? Because I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I think if it's not done well, differently, uniquely, uh, interestingly enough for an audience, then it's actually a detriment. Uh, right. Nobody gotta look at it. Nobody care. stop pounding that stuff out there. Stop throwing it down my down my throat. So, what say you? Convince yes. me. So I would sit there and say if. If what you are thinking is our church is going to live stream because live streaming is the next big thing and we should be doing live streaming. You missed the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You've already missed the boat. It's like, uh, yes, live streaming is not the next big thing. It's the current big thing. And yes, there's value in live streaming. But if you don't if you're not intentional about what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it, mm-hmm. then I don't know. There's the, this biblical principle of stewardship and it's about making the most of what you have. 
And I don't think going into something and say, well, everybody else is doing it, so let's throw something against the wall and see what hits. I don't believe that that's good stewardship, so I would say don't do it. I would say you should strategize. You should think about this. You should obviously be praying about this. Um, And then let's think about this. So here, I want to give you just a couple statistics that come through this, and I've I've linked it down. Uh, This is an article from Social Media Today that just came out, uh, what, I think like three days ago. I mean, this is a very recent article that they have, and they're actually covering, they're referring to a study that was from techjury.net, and I believe that was a week ago that that study came out. And here are some of the benefits that they're listing of live streaming. Um, 80% of consumers prefer to watch live videos from a brand rather than read a blog. So if you are a church that you have a functional website and you have a blog that you're using, you might consider putting putting some live videos because 80% 80%. of that audience is saying they prefer the live video over the blog. 80%. Let me just, let me just pause you right here as you go through these, these statistics, right? 80% people. Yeah. Prefer it. And that's, that's that's not saying don't blog. I still think that there is, I'm reading a blog right now. There is value to having this. However, if 80% prefer this thing, well, maybe, and actually this blog I found because of, I think a video that had kind of pointed me in this direction and thinking about that, they didn't have time to produce a video. It had to have been just a live thing, but it's like 80% preferring that. And yes, these are consumers it's talking about, but the, the title of this article is really an o- overview for effective live streaming for nonprofit organizations. So they're not talking about for profits. This is just consumers in general. And yep. you can say congregation if you want to, if that makes you feel better, but your consumers, they're consuming well, whatever content you're putting out on a Sunday morning. Maybe you're a skilled writer. Maybe you love to write. I mean, go for it. Write your write your blog. We're not saying don't do that. Right. But, you know, and you have your niche, you have your people, you have your audience built up. But 80% prefer to watch video. I, that's yeah. where the majority of my time. I'm just saying time management-wise, if you're a pastor, if you're a lay leader and you're doing some of the digital stuff, uh, you may be a gifted writer. Go for it. Dig into your strength. Have at it. But if you're split and you have an opportunity to make a video or write a blog, that says 80% would rather you make a video. Yep, yep. Along those lines of the high percentages, the 80 percentages, it also goes on to say 87% of audiences would prefer to watch online versus on TV if it means more behind-the-scenes content. Me too. So, and honestly, I, I, that's, that's me. I mean, I I don't know what it is. I cannot stop getting behind the scenes. I I guess it's like maybe it's the YouTube style of it. But mm -hmm. like I like documentaries and then I like figuring out how documentaries were made. And then I like finding floating coffee hand. Ah. (laughs) We need we need like we need some audio for this. Really? (laughs) This is painful. Stop making me do this. I, I, I can't stop myself when I see it. I'm like. I have to leave that in there, but I think I have to come up with like an animated video overlay of a coffee with wings that floats (laughs) by your head as this comes into screen. 
Um, you need like to cut to clips of me going floating, like just <laughs> splicing it together. Just yeah. The worst ones, anyway. Oh, that's where were we? Oh, I, I like I like behind the scenes, uh, behind the scenes, YouTube and style. the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes, and the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. As far as you could take me down that ladder, that's what I like to see until the until the quality falls apart. Yep. Until somebody's just standing there with a cell phone and it's just monitoring stuff. That's where you lose me. But as deep as you can go, so I understand that eighty-seven percent. Yeah. It's huge, and I was thinking about this the other day. That um, oh, what's the the actress that plays um, uh, Captain Marvel? Um, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. So I was watching her on uh, Hot Wing, our Hot Ones, and yeah. she was talking about how she just launched her own YouTube channel, and a lot of celebrities are starting to do that because they're realizing their audience want them. Yes, they understand they're actors and actresses and they're playing these characters, but they want to know the person behind the character. And I think that actually would happen for us in ministry is they want to know the person behind the minister. They want to know the people behind the ministry. They want to see some of that stuff. And that's where I think doing some live streams could be a, a great thing. I mean, if you've got a, you know, a larger church, you've got a production crew that's happening, man, do like a, a Sunday morning live setup, you know, where those people that are in your tech booth that are setting everything's up and getting it running, the stuff that people setting in the pews don't see, they don't get to see that all what's going on the behind the scenes if you've got a worship team the band's getting up there what do they have to do to set up and get ready um if you're a smaller church even you're setting up one of my favorite ones was actually we did this jared with um it was uh man, i'm getting a lot of good ideas right now it I'm was one like, of our vedas uh, i think it was either veda or vlogus <laughs> that you and i did and we were talking about underrated christian observances and my favorite part from that video that you put out there, because you were talking about communion, and I think you talked about communion, I talked about baptism, and I loved yours because we get to, to see in the kitchen and everybody kind of setting things up and getting ready. That's, that's a view that, one, I mean, I've not been to your church, so I wouldn't see that. But two, maybe even some of the people in your church aren't seeing the work that's going in on that. And, and what it takes. I mean, they, they come in and it's like, okay, well, we're going to partake of communion and here it is. But Dude, even just, the little just to things. hop in there, yeah, to accentuate your point, yeah. you were doing baptism. You guys got to go see this video. You were doing baptism and you had your son with a GoPro, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. And the perspective of what it looks like when you're fully submerged into, you know, the, the yeah. death, the burial of Christ, and then, like, the the newness of life, the resurrection part. Like, it was a full-on, the imagery was nuts to see the person go, kaboom, right. you know, in, almost like slow motion into the water, leaving yep. behind that life. And then whenever they came back up out of it, it was like, that's the coolest imagery I've seen forever. And the, it, just that behind cool. the scenes of it, like you're yeah. baptizing somebody, you're going on about your business and you <laughs> threw your camera over to your son. It was so good. It was a really cool. And, awesome. and people could be sitting here listening to this and be like, okay, yeah, but that was a pre-recorded thing. How are we going to do that in life? Seriously, a GoPro, it can live stream. Yep. Your cell phone can live stream. And if your cell phone is waterproof, you could do the same thing. Yes, so, in a baptism. Put somebody in there, and then as they're going underwater... Whoop. Yes, the audio is going to be all kind of garbled because of the water, but hey, uh, it cool. could it could still work. So uh, See, That was a perspective that, like, I, I do that all the time, but I haven't seen it from that perspective. And that behind-the-scenes look at it, it was just like, 
oh, it means so much more to me now. Yeah, it was. It like was. I've, I've imagined it, but that was the visual of it. It's like, oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Shane Hardy's asking, "Where is that video?" Uh, Shane, I will tell you. I will get those links um, sometime, and I'll make sure to drop them in here. So the is link that for season two, season two vlogpasters. I don't know. It, just start digging through the Vlogpasters series. It's, it, that is fun, man. You'll find it. It's one of the Vlogpasters seasons. I can't remember. Um, and if you check on... Actually, hold on. Wait. Um, I, I've got one. I've got... I got you covered here, Shane. Look at that. Here, hold up. We can do this. Let me type that in. Boom. There's one link that I'm dropping into the YouTube chat. And that one will be for, I think the first one is going to be for mine with that. And the second one, I love the humility, Logan. And it was, yeah, it, it was. And here's the second one, Shane, I got you covered. So one of those is mine. And one of them is Jared's. Um, and yes, it was vlog pastors season two. Season so two. good call on that. Yeah. And Logan is saying a 10 out of 10 on a camera shot. It was nailed it. It was, dude. It was good. It 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 was. Um, so uh, Henry's saying, okay, let's really talk about this. Why do you not agree with live stream? I'll I'll get to that here, Henry. We will get to that before it's over. I want to give just some more of these setups of the importance of live streaming. Okay, so the benefits of live streaming, 80% of consumers prefer to watch live videos rather yes. than read a blog. Yes. 87% would prefer to watch online versus TV if it means more behind the scenes content, which and yes. here's the thing you had even said it's it's until the quality breaks down. Yep. And that's one of the things that when it's a behind the scenes content everybody's behind the scenes is pretty much going to look the same. It's not clean. It's not polished because once it is, it's no longer really behind the scenes. I mean, because then you're, you're focused too much on the production rather than what we're wanting anyways, because we're wanting kind of the nitty gritty. We're wanting that, that view. Um, we're wanting to see what's going on. I'm sure. And I know Jared said this, he enjoys to see my perspective on what's going on right here because the setup that I got is crazy. And when you see things from my view, bonkers, it's, it's so much different. You guys are seeing this view and that's what you've seen. That's the clean. That's the polished look, even though sometimes it can look a little cluttered in the back. It's a rocket ship. Whenever you look at it from his perspective, (laughs) it's screen, 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 lights, 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 camera rods, core. It's, it's crazy. It is. It's, it's computer one, computer two, bananas out there i may actually do that later today i'll show you guys a kind of a behind the scenes uh look on the youtube channel down in the community tab um but the breakdown of quality so that's the thing if we're talking about it's all it's all high quality and we're doing all pre-production stuff honestly i still prefer to watch regular tv because it's a highly produced or show and it tells a really good story and because of that i tend to prefer that that's it. Now here's here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna branch off from you. I don't mind. I said before, you know, until the quality gets to a certain point. Yep. And what I mean by that is the story's gone, the characters are gone, or they're in they're 
portrayed in such a way that it's not interesting. Yeah. So like if if the cell phone and we, we harp on this all the time, if the cell phone is 30 feet away from the subjects and there's no movement, uh, people aren't engaging with the people on the other side anymore. They're not engaging with each other in a creative way. Then you you lost me. Yep. But you can do the same thing. It can be <clears throat> poor quality, which I'll give an illustration here in a minute. But it can be poor quality, and as long as long as the character, long as the person driving the story is engaged and excited or disappointed or mad or wh- whatever, they're telling their story. I'll still watch it. It yeah. can be a little bit less quality. Anyway, it's not all about the the full on production. No, but it needs to be. Once you lose production, the the storytelling and the engagement has to be there has to be there. well and if you think about like a live production thing um like it dislike it the show cops the show live uh what is it live pd those type of shows those are jarring just from the camera movement the shake it doesn't matter how stabilized that stuff is when you're running and you're moving it's it's this jarring thing but it's a behind the scenes perspective of what's going on those those are fun to watch. I get a kick out of those. Uh, one of the other shows that I love, okay, I talked about Hot Ones. Hot Ones, <laughs> the game show. So the game show that they have, I love watching that thing. Why? Because they cut to commercial break and they come back before the commercials are completely up to show a little clip from behind the scenes of somebody, you know, yeah. Using the bucket because they can't hold the hot wings in anymore or, you know, having the medical personnel come over and check on them to make sure they're not going to die. Those are the things that it's that behind the scenes content is fun. I'm a huge wrestling fan. And because of that, I love the backstage promos that are going on. I love those behind the scenes things when it comes to YouTube videos. I think that's probably one of the reasons that I like the vlog format because it's kind of a behind the scenes journey with the thought processes that are going on in people's heads. It's taking them along that journey. It's like opening up your journal or your diary and saying, Hey, here's what I was thinking about. And here's what I went through. Um, and that, that can be very captivating. So I like the behind the scenes content. I'm thinking, man, how could, how could churches be doing some more of that stuff? Um, and that that's one of the things that that we're constantly learning in isn't it like we yeah. have we have the full-on productions that we do we have the the polished versions like I, I have one on on Sundays it's a little less polished nowadays because time right but you have the polished version and then you have the vlogs which is my version of a little bit more polish behind the scenes mm-hmm. and then you can break it all the way down to uh, you know Instagram posts or you know Facebook posts of daily type stuff stories even. Yeah. Just keep on going down that that train of, of quality because you can't do a whole lot with with your cell phone thrown at somebody's face, but it's it's enough to keep people engaged and go, man, right? There's something there, some story, yeah. There's something to be consumed and enjoyed. Agreed, agreed. Okay, agreed. so eighty percent love or prefer live videos over blog. Eighty-seven mm-hmm. prefer online over TV if it means behind the scenes. Okay, sixty-three percent of people aged eighteen to thirty-four watch live streaming content regularly. Okay. If that age group, which for any church, they should be looking at that age group as the future of the church. Because I don't know if people realize this, but we all get older and then we cease to exist on this earth. And we're replaced by people who are younger. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow down now. (laughs) You're saying we don't live forever. So based on that, 
we kind of got to be looking forward towards the future. And that would be looking at that younger demographic. And if they're regularly watching live streaming content, what can we do? What type of a content could we be live streaming that they might watch? Does this line up with you, this statistic, 63%? Oh, yeah. I, I would say, I don't know that it's that much for me, but the only news that I watch right now off of mainstream is uh, is live. Just because I yeah. feel like there's a trust value in live in that they can't filter out what they want me to see. So it may be an hour-long news conference or whatever, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear all sides yep. as they banter back and forth. So that, those, that's pretty much the only news that, that I'll allow myself yeah, to. I, I mean, of course, I've got YouTube TV, so I do record the news every day. But if I don't get it within like a half hour of it airing live, I'm not watching it. Um, I, I just, I won't. But I'm watching live streaming content regularly. And I think that the social media platforms know this. Because anytime I'm subscribed to somebody and they go live, YouTube's trying to push it out to me. I mean, I yeah. see when Diana Gladney's going live, it interrupts me. And it's like, hey, Diana's <laughs> live. And I'm You're like, missing Diana. Get oh, over there. I need to hop on there and see if I can jump in her chat and say something funny enough that it breaks her in the middle of her live stream again, because that brings me joy. Um, so it's like those type of things. I, I like watching live stream content. I also know that lots of people like watching live stream content. So yeah, if it's 63% that are watching it regularly, I'd believe it. I'd buy it. This is, this is sounding like, you know, I'm, I'm a minister. I need to be live streaming, Josh. You're convincing me. I'm liking the statistics here. Well, here's another statistic for you. Okay. More than one in five Facebook videos are live. Wait, vase or vase? Face. I, ah, face. I think okay, my, my lip was feeling the coffee. Um, <laughs> I just like picking on you. Go yeah. ahead. More than one in five Facebook videos are live. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm with you. And those videos are watched three times longer than pre-recorded videos. This is it. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That that is <laughs> that is huge. If if you're an analytics person, wow. Watch time is a big, big, big deal. Because you can have people hop on, hop off. Like for instance, this podcast or this what do you got a video? Vlog this podcast whatever this is. This thing. You guys have probably hopped on and hopped off. Some of you put it in the pocket. I don't know, for those of you who stuck around, but most people will find a point and they'll jump off unless, like what he's saying, unless it's live like this, there's a little bit of grace, for our terms, extended to the folks to kind of bear with and see what happens because you don't know what's coming next in the moment, I'm, I'm guessing. But, like, that's huge for analytics. Yeah. That's huge for analytics, people. Dude, say me that number one more time. Tell me that, tell me that fact one more time. One in five Facebook videos are live. Uh-huh. And they're watched three times longer than pre-recorded videos. Yeah. Hey, okay. And I'm going to have to go back and read like your source information because if that Social is media today, and that is a statistic that comes from techjury.net. Uh, and they that article is actually titled 37 plus live streaming statistics every marketer should keep in mind in 2020. That's awesome, man. Um, if that's true, that changes at least how I'm going to advise people in uh, marketing. So, wowzer. Yes. And, and that's that's one of those things is that these are statistics. These are the benefits of live streaming. 
it's out there. You can get more eyeballs watching and you can get those eyeballs that are watching, watching longer. There's lots of opportunity, but (laughs) why do I still think it may not be a great idea? I'm guessing, Josh, it has something to do with execution. Yes. I think it's because a lot of it is, like I mentioned, people are just throwing stuff against the wall and saying, hey, what works? And there's an element of that that is okay. But I think there's an element of, of trying something if you've thought about why do I want to do this? So let's talk COVID. So COVID, I pre-recorded almost every single one of our sermons that we did for the church. They were all pre-recorded. Now I premiered them. So they were a simulated live. I wanted to premiere them because I wanted them pre-recorded so that people had a more polished product. I didn't want it just to be me standing up from the pulpit. Uh, I think I talked about this where if our church couldn't be in their pews where they're used to being, I didn't want them to see me behind the pulpit where I was used to being. I wanted there to be this understanding that things are different and we're going to kind of do things a little bit differently during this time. But I still wanted the feel of us being live to have some of that interaction. And so we did premieres and that's how we did it. And I was in the chats and I was engaging with people as it was all happening. But I did do some lives. There was one Sunday, I just couldn't get everything edited in time. And it was like, you know what? We're going live. We actually got more engagement that Sunday than anything else. But it wasn't a live stream from the church. It was a live stream from my kitchen counter. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just, let's talk. And that's kind of what it was. I also did a read the Bible with me series that was on my YouTube channel and on Facebook. And it was a nightly thing where we were just reading the Bible and then discussing it. And it was just live content. Now, each of those things I had thought about ahead of time, the Sunday message that went live, my thinking was that was going to be the backup plan. If I got too busy that week and wasn't able to get everything done that I wanted to, that's what it was going to be, which of course, then my mom is sitting there and saying, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, it, it, it was, it was Keep good. It, real. it was good, but we also did a few things differently. I mean, we played a little game. Uh, so I did like a trivia game before the live as well. So I was adding in some extra elements and then the, the read the Bible with me, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, Hey, let's do something different. Uh, let's try this. And that was it. And then I did one that it was more of a behind the scenes. It could have been live had we had the bandwidth. Um, but it was over at my grandma's house and we just sat down and we just chatted, talked about the Bible and it was a one take, no edits in that. The only thing, if you watch it, that's edited is we're switching cameras back and forth. That's the only thing other than that, it's really a one take uh, shot. And that easily would have been a live stream, but it's rural Iowa and her internet is not the fastest there. Um, And so it was like, I'm not going to do that, which that would be one of the other things that people should be thinking about is when it comes to live streaming, you've got to have enough power. You've got to have enough bandwidth. So your computer or your smartphone needs to be strong enough to be able to do it. It needs to be, so you can't use, you know, a, a smartphone from, 
five years ago that's going to be able to handle it. It's it's just not. Um, you're not going to be Mine able to. Not. Yeah, you're not going to be able to handle it with you know a ten year old computer. It's just not going to. And you're not going to be able to handle it with the bare bones basic internet package that many churches are operating with. It's not going to have enough speed because one thing people are looking, they're like, oh well. You know, I got a download speed of like 50 megabytes per second. That's amazing. What's your upload? Buddy? Yeah, but your upload is one. And that means you're going to do nothing. I mean, because these these sites, I think Facebook actually re- recommends a minimum of 2.5 megabytes per second. And then you got to think about the quality that's going to come through with that. The think slower about, your think speed, about this, guys. the slower the quality. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 50 down, 10 up. So 10 should be more than enough for YouTube, right? But I am the limiting factor in this live stream. Every now and again, I'll cut out or glitch out or my screen will go gray and 10 still not pushing it. Well, and and if you guys are looking at this side by side between Jared and I, you're noticing that I'm my picture is a lot clearer and crisper than what Jared's is. And trust me, on my end, I'm crystal clear. Yeah, but it has it has nothing to do with the cameras, it has nothing to do with the lighting, it has everything to do with the internet bandwidth. And in just the speed that it takes him to upload this video through Skype, and it's not Skype that's really limiting it either because trust me, I've done Skype and I've got 1080p going through, that's what you guys are seeing right now is me at 1080p, and that's typical high def. Jared's coming through at about 720, sometimes it glitches a little bit more and it's dropping down to 480. But even with that, that's good internet speed, which is still what I would call good quality that is coming through from him. I mean, I'm looking at this. That's good quality. Jared's coming through good quality. I'm coming through with stellar quality. It's just, it's that different. But of course, Jared, you said you're 50 down and 10 up. Going through an ethernet cable, shooting off of uh, a wireless transmitter through some trees down to Fort Worth and up, you know, country. And I am running Ethernet cable that is off of a fiber wire, so I'm getting a thousand down and a hundred up. Yeah. So it's that's what helps with this quality. At your church, Dude, you may not be able to do that. My mind would blow with those numbers. <laughs> just your your mind would blow. Yeah. Everything um, just happens. I would levitate around places. Yep. And with so that kind of speed. There's some of the back end and some of the tech that I think we need to think about before our ministries are going straight in. So it's just this thought that I think that needs to happen. Uh, Henry's saying that his church is 50 and 10, and he feels that we need more. Yeah, I mean, and our church, if I remember right, I think our church actually has 50 and 10 right now, and I still choose not to do it. Um, Because it's, for me, for me, it's not enough. Could we do it and make it work? Totally. Sure. I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> and a variety of different ways. Because one, it's also the production value. I mean, it's I've got on this that I'm used to with live streams, we've got overlays. We've got multi-cam switching. There's me. There's Jared. There's both of us. There's our names. That's the type of stuff that I would love to do. Well, you're on one end of the spectrum for sure. You're I on the high-quality high-end. I am definitely on on the, the the spectrum scale of churches that can and should be doing live stream. I think we're in there, but I find myself so far over here on the quality that I choose not to. Could we do it? Absolutely. Should we do it? 
Probably. Am I going to do it? Absolutely not. Um, and the, my reasons for not doing it are not the reasons I say most churches maybe shouldn't be doing it. I, I say most churches shouldn't be doing it because they haven't thought about why they should do it in the first place. They haven't asked themselves some important questions. Because if, if a church comes to me and they're said, hey, we want to start live streaming our services. You know what I'm going to ask? Why? Yeah. And, and I've had these conversations and pastors will say, well, everybody's live streaming. <laughs> I'm like, wrong answer. Well, let me give you let me give you the tale of of two church plants in my local area that are going on right now. This is real life uh, stats. So we have one church plant who is uh, they have a show. I'm telling you, they had the finances to get into a, a great building situation, uh, lighting. Uh, they have the equipment, but what they've done with it is they've set the camera up in the back. And when you're live and in person, I mean that place is filled up, and they are getting after it in worship. Mm-hmm. Let me caveat this by saying great churches all the way around. They are getting after it in worship. Second church plant across to the other side, uh, they have have had, now they finally got one, they have no building situation. They're outdoors. Uh, they are working with what they have. However, their, um, their engagement, they've incorporated Facebook or at least the camera, the cell phone, into the service. So the people online are in, in it. And I tell you what, there's a dramatic difference between the people who are outside with no lighting, with no, you know, no extras, and you the sound and the quality is a little bit off. But they yeah. have in, they have brought it into their service, and they've come up with creative ways to say, look at what God is doing right now. Yep. They far surpass the people who have taken the high quality lighting, uh, limitless budget, and slammed a camera up in the back. Yeah, it's you can tell one is secondary, one is primary, and the people who are primary are reaching a whole bunch of people. And, and a lot of that is, you know, obviously a lot of that is God mixing in to say, look what God's doing. He's peppering in, you know, baptisms and stuff that's just creative perspectives that are going on. But it, it's just the tale of of two philosophies, and the one who is incorporated it whole hog is actually winning. Yep, and and I well, winning, I think whatever, that is reaching. Yeah, one of those keys that you put in there was the intentionality of it, of looking at the live stream as this is an audience. And and that's one of the other things like I've even started, even though we're not live streaming, even though I'm not even uploading the videos anymore for our sermons, it's just audio only. I'm still greeting the people that are listening online, just like if they were here, because that's somebody on the other end. It's like, you know, Jared, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to everybody that's watching right. now and everybody that's going to be watching later and everybody that's not even going to be watching, but they're going to be listening. And those are individuals there that we need to talk to and that we need to engage with live streaming. You've got to think about that uh, because we do that with our, our ministry services, whether it's a church, whether you're an itinerant traveling minister, whether you're a missionary, you have a people that you're trying to reach. You have an audience, you have a, a congregation, you have whatever you want to call them. You have somebody and we're trying to reach them, but why are we reaching them? And that's, I think the thing is, why do we need to reach them and is what I'm trying to do accomplishing the why? So is live streaming actually going to help you reach them for the reasons you want to reach them? And if you're saying, well, I just want to throw something up there. 
that may not be it. If, if you're saying, hey, I really want to create relationships with people. I want to be able to reach them and I want to help lead them into a relationship with Christ. Do you think that just streaming your Sunday morning from a camera in the back is the most effective way of doing that? Mm. Do you think that's, it's that's the really way that you want to do that? Because maybe what would be a, a better way of doing that is in the middle of the week, you're just sitting at your desk and you're just doing a quick little Q&A live stream and you're meeting people where they're at and talking about issues that they're coming up with Monday through Sunday rather than just on Sunday. And that could be something that thinking about these things when it comes to, you know, here we've got this podcast. And yes, this is a live stream that we do. And yes, it's also a podcast. We're trying to come up with topics that are... I don't know, engaging that are good, that are fun to listen to, that people are interested in. It's not just us rambling. We're trying to talk about stuff that, that other people are going through and they're facing. And we want that to be. So the, the topic needs to be interesting. The topic needs to be engaging to your audience. Um, and that would be something if a church is live streaming, should your church live stream? If your church church has something important to say. Um, yeah, and, and it can be you, you can you can dice this up, or you you can expand on things. Like say you were you were preaching on Sunday, and you you didn't have a chance to go into the depth that you wanted to go into. Well, then break it up over the week. If you have right. something to say, then you have a lot of opportunity. You don't have to come up and reinvent the wheel of what topic should I come up with. Absolutely. Okay, I'm, I'm preaching something either you're about to or you already have, and you can dive back in and say, okay, we didn't get to go into near enough detail on this topic. So here's this one snippet from the sermon. Go back and check it out if you need to again. Yeah. But here's one snippet. Let's talk about it. What questions do you have? And I've seen a couple uh, pastors, ministers that I know do a couple different live streaming techniques. One of them did similar to what I was doing with a, the read the Bible with me. Um, and it was his morning Bible reading. He didn't explain and go into detail like I did. He just said, Hey, he just read it. Welcome. I'm going to be reading my, doing my morning reading. And I uh, love that. here we go. I and he just that. set up the phone and then just sat there and just started reading. Right and that was it. Down. And I found myself just listening, just sitting there and listening. I didn't have to engage with him. I could just absorb the content. And then I found another one that he set the phone up like it was a behind the scenes camera at his desk while he was studying on his Monday morning. And it just ran for like an hour. He's not even addressing the camera. He's not even talking to the camera. He's talking to himself out loud as he's studying and preparing his message for the next Sunday. And it was just that little bit of a clip that I saw that. And I'm like, dude, that that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, I've done those things with vlogs where set up a camera and I'm just going and then I do a hyperlapse and, you know, cool little B roll, nice music to, to chop it up because it's more than, you know, just an hour. It's like six or eight, but it was just one of those ideas that there are things that we can do to give people an experience of the Christian life and of ministry and of our churches that they're not used to and they don't see. And a lot of times people don't see them because they're not serving in those areas. So they don't get to see the behind the scenes and maybe us doing some live streams as a way to welcome them into serving in ministry. So let's break it down. Let's make it super consumable here, Josh. Here's my question for you. 
layout for I know it's different for different churches, but what would be a template that a church who has something to say is willing to commit to doing it in a creative way? Uh, what what would you lay out for them to say this is this is how you could do live streaming well? Hmm. Ah, put you on the spot. Go for it. Okay, un- ask that in another way. Okay. The the whole thing we're talking about here today yeah. is is it worth it? Should should uh, churches should ministries uh, engage in this live stream? Should we hop on this lightning bolt that is in our time of of live stream? Should they? And we're going back and forth saying maybe, maybe not. You know, probably not for me. But if they said yes and they committed to it, what would be a simple? template what would be a step one two three four like i want to do this i see the opportunity my church has something to say what do i need to do josh okay Uh, so the first thing that i would say is if you if you know what you're going to say already that's the first step if not figure out what you're going to say so if you say i know god's put something on our hearts and we have to share it with people and i know live stream is an avenue we need to use I'm just not quite sure exactly what we need to say. Figure that out first. That's going to help direct how you're going to do it. So maybe maybe your church, they don't get to see you as a pastor. They don't get to see what goes on and what happens. Um, and maybe the behind the scenes is what they need. And so then you can sit there and think about a behind the scenes. It could be you studying. It could be you... Um, just doing some Bible reading. It could be a, a prayer time. I mean, honestly, come on. If you want an easy softball thing that churches could be doing is do a live stream prayer hour. You know, just sit there and say, hey, we're, we're normally, we've got a prayer team, whatever. We're praying during this time anyways. Just, you can hop on live with us. We're going to be praying. Send in your prayer requests. We'll cover them Dude, right then so and there. That's so good. And that's it's something so that it's an easy softball. I mean, it's people need prayer. One of the highest engagements posts that churches get currently is, how can we pray for you? You know, you're asking people because you're just trying to give them more value. What can we do? Send us a DM if you don't want it to be, you know, public. Um, and that can be one of those things that you can set that stuff up very easy. So the first thing is make sure you know what you're going to say. Then the second one I would say is, <laughs> do we need to stop on that one for a Dude, second? I like my mind is popping. I just, I, I hope I, I I've lost my pen. That's why I was <laughs> going to write something down a minute ago, but like, the gears are just cranking away. They're a little rusty, but they're cranking away about how this could be applicable uh, to my crew because the way that you think about it is kind of challenging to me. I, I think about a whole show, kind of like what we do right here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a whole show. You think about it in behind the scenes. So you're, what you're, the advice you're giving right now is anything that's behind the scenes can be live streamed. Yes. If I could break that down. Anything that can be live stream, period. That pops my head. So I'm like, okay, prayer time before church, which is something that we always do anyway. Yeah. That's well, live stream. That, here's you another could be option for with the people who, who either can't come, who want to come, or, and you're you're yep. showing you're showing what your church is like. You're showing the heart of the people to pray for you to you know what they're already praying for, and then you you have a like we're you know we're hanging out, we're up here anyway, or you can catch it you know catch us online in ten minutes we go live. But either way, we're praying for yep. you. It's like, 
Here, here's another easy idea for some ministers out there. Uh, hey, pastors, you want a behind-the-scenes thing that you can do that could also help to draw people to your Sunday morning service? Invest in a GoPro if you don't have one, or use your phone, set it up in your car, and live stream while you're driving to church. Please keep your eyes on the road. But talk about what it is that you're going to be preaching on that morning and how excited you are to get to church. A little behind the scenes live stream while we're driving and going. And all of a sudden, you've built some anticipation, you've built some engagement, and you've shown them something that they're not used to seeing. That does it. I'm just, I'm I'm off camera. Hold down for it. This is noteworthy. So, I mean, the the thing is, I yeah, I want you guys chief to be tablet. thinking outside of the box. And what I mean by that is think out the four square walls of your church. There are, and honestly, think out the four square walls of the sanctuary. Think out the imaginary four square walls that you have placed around you in your pulpit. Think about what else could we be showing? Because if, if we understand, you know, ministry, if we understand the early church, there was so much ministry that was happening outside of those messages. It was happening at breaking bread. It was happening in the homes. It was happening walking in the street. It was happening in the marketplace. It was little things. And maybe it, maybe pastor, it's just, you know, like a little daily live that you do or a weekly live. It can be from your phone. It can be just kind of a random thing. Um, maybe you're going to the gym, you know, once a week and because you're trying to get in shape and you're trying to discipline your body, you just got out of the gym. You're all stinky and sweaty, but you've exerted all physical energy and your mental energy is at peak. And you're just in that spiritual moment of this is how we train and discipline our bodies. And you know what, before I go home and before I clean up and take a shower, I'm going to set my phone on the dash while I'm still in the parking lot. And I'm going to give them a quick little thought and I'm just going live for 10 minutes. All right, question 202. Yeah. Is that sweaty, nasty pastor, ministry leader, whatever, because I, I can relate to that one. That is hosted. Here, here's some logistical stuff. That is hosted on the church's Facebook webpage, on the YouTube Central, on the pastor or minister's private page. Like, because some of this gets a little weird. Like, how much does the church need to know about That is going to be dependent on each church, each ministry, each pastor. Um, you can sit there and you can look at, let's look at one of the largest churches out there, Elevation Church, Pastor mm. Stephen Furtick. Elevation has all of their platforms. Stephen Furtick has his platforms. And he pretty much posts on his, but the church will share those from his. So See, that's what, you could that's be what doing stuff like that. I think that, and personally, I think that is a better format because it allows the church, let's say my church specifically, I post all of my stuff on my page. So when I was doing the read the Bible with me, that was on my channels, that was on my platforms, but the church was sharing it and the church was promoting it. Why? It benefits and it lines up with the church's specific mission. The reason I like it to be a little bit separate is let's say I'm not the pastor of our church forever. Well, if that's the case, the church is just going to move on and keep promoting that stuff, what they've got going on. Uh, I also 
I don't know, kind, kind of think about it. I'm, I think everybody is their own brand. I think mm-hmm. we all have a personal brand. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I think there's kind of some power in God being the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Um, I think that there's some power in, you know, there, there can be some power, but there can also be some problems with people saying that I follow Paul. I follow mm-hmm. Cephas. Mm-hmm. There's some problems when it's the people rather than focused on God first and foremost. Right. But at the same time, to be able to follow those people, because here's Paul saying, you know, there's a problem with saying I'm of Apollos and, and I'm, I'm of Cephas. At the same time, Paul's the one that says, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. And so that's where it, it's, it's figuring out. If you and larger churches, smaller churches, each individual church and ministry is going to have, they're going to have to figure this out on their own. Um, this well, was the way that we assume, decided to do it with our yeah, church. It's, it's pretty safe to assume that you're, you're uh, medium to smaller size if you're listening to the podcast, not ruling anybody out, but if you are right. larger, you probably have a production team who is honed in on this and, and they're just shaking their heads yes with us yeah. as we go along. What I can get, bring some perspective of to say yes to what you're saying uh, is Jesse and I, we, we did all of our vlogging, all of our behind-the-scenes stuff – uh, in the early days on the church's YouTube channel, Facebook stuff, everything. And it, it became the Jared and Jesse show. Yeah. And it was like, if you're, if you're showing up to watch something from grace fellowship, you have to kind of weed through the 15 videos, the 30 videos or whatever it was of, of Jared and Jesse going out to dinner with the church, hanging out, yeah. praying together, whatever, hanging out for the young adult groups and, and whatnot. So I, I, I would second what you, what you said in having, having the pastor or the the ministry leader or the or the team or whatever it is whoever's making the 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 videos and the content having separate behind the scenes content on, hosted on their own platform their own channels or pages and then having the church decide if it's if it's shareable or if it's something that they want to put their stamp to yeah so that, that check that yeah. line up with what you were saying yeah i, yeah, I think yeah. that's the way to do it because we we crashed that one well, we eventually, and, we're like, okay, we need to do something different here. And I still think there's a way for churches to do what you guys did, um, especially in this concept of think about your social media channels as a media channel. Oh, that's right. And they can have shows. That's right. And so you could do, you know, behind the scenes with Pastor Jared and Jesse, um, and that can be a show that you're using. And then people kind of know and do that. <sighs> I just think two inside the box. Get where's my notepad? <laughs> two inside the box. There he yeah. is. Floating <laughs> coffee. <laughs> so, all right, let me let me run through one more thing. So, let's say we're going to continue this down where you say, "All right, what's the step?" So, you figured out what you want to say. Now, where do you want to say it and who are you saying it to? So here's the thing, some more things that, to keep in mind on Facebook, if you're going to go live streaming on Facebook, here right now, I am live streaming to both my, both my personal profile page and my public profile page. Um, just like your ministry probably has a page, you can also live stream in groups. So you can go to a profile, you can go to a page, you can go to a group. Instagram, you can live stream from both a personal profile and a nonprofit or organization, you know, page. You can do it from both of them. Uh, Twitch, 
We're live streaming on Twitch right now. Twitch is actually the largest live streaming platform in the world. Most people don't think about it and don't hear about it because it's been primarily used for gaming, but there are a lot more categories that they're opening up because they're understanding live streaming is what they do and they do well. And so let's do that. Um, you can go live on Twitter. We're also live on Twitter right now, or Twitter's dedicated streaming platform is called Periscope, but it embeds right with Twitter. So you can do it from there. And of course we are on YouTube as well. And YouTube, they pretty much allow the highest quality and engagement with videos out there because the fact of the matter is YouTube is the largest video platform in the world. It's what they do. It's what they do and they do it well. So you need to figure out where you want. Now I told you I'm live streaming on Facebook in two different ways. I'm live streaming on Periscope or Twitter. I'm also live streaming on Twitch and I'm live streaming on YouTube all at the same time. Joshua, please tell us how do you decide? I would say, one, decide where do you feel most comfortable at and okay. where is your audience at? That's the one I'm looking for. Okay. So understand where your audience is. My audience is primarily on YouTube. As we can see through these comments, YouTube, 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 YouTube. Secondarily, I would say it's on Facebook. So I do yep. those. But I also have a pretty big following on Twitter. They just don't seem to hop on my lives as much. I get some watches. I just don't get much comments and engagement on there. But I do get a lot of interaction there. Um, and, of course, I'm also on Twitch just because I'm trying it out. Um, and most which of Twitch has been weird comments um, and lots of trolls, which are fun. <laughs> hey, um, you're blazing and breaking new ground out there. So, so I'm I'm trying those things. But that's me. And as far as comfortability, me personally, I'm comfortable wherever. I've done live streaming on Instagram. Oh, and if you didn't know, you can also live stream on TikTok too. Um, I think you have to have a certain amount of followers, but I can't remember where that is. But I've done live streaming on TikTok. I've done live streaming on Instagram. I'm not a big fan of vertical video. I still like the horizontal video, so that's why I haven't done that. And I also like to be able to go live on multiple platforms at once. Which, yes, you can do that. You can do that by using a service um, like uh, StreamYards or B.Live, I think is what it is, B.Live TV. Either one of those will be able to help you. Um, or there are some restreaming things. I personally use Restream. Um, it's a service. I'll drop a link down there in the description or in the comments for you guys. I use Restream. I like it. It's very effective for me. It's not, I mean, they do have a free model, but, um, I pay for it because I want it to be able to go onto different places. I want to be able to do my profile and a page as well. And so you pay for the extras, um, or you can use what I used to use and it's just software to do it. Um, and so I used vMix. And I think you can also use like Wirecast and they'll allow you to do multi-streaming. Just keep in mind, if you're using software to do it, we talked about bandwidth. You need the extra bandwidth to be able to do that. With these streaming, restreaming services, they handle it. Um, and then I think the other thing you need is uh, you need some type of a, a device or a software. You can do it from your phone. I mean, as simple as just using your phone and going live there. 
um, or it can be a whole setup like I've got here. I use Ecamm uh, on the MacBook. Ecamm is a Mac only thing. Yes, I bought a MacBook just to run Ecamm because I was impressed with them. I like the ability to pull the comments up. I like the ability to pull up a comment from my mom saying, Jared, you're going to have to go back and watch this again if you can't find your pen. Um, I like that. <laughs> I, I like to be able to pull these things up and it's easy. I've also used vMix, which is, again is a paid software, but there's free things out there like uh, OBS or Streamlabs. Uh, and you can use those things as well. I think you've got, you've got some familiarity with uh, uh, vMix. Is that right, Jared? Or no, not vMix, no. uh, but uh, OBS. OBS, yeah. uh, dip my toe in Streamlabs, uh, those ty- those types of entities, but nothing big. I- I'm not huge into streaming at current. Obviously, I like tagging along on your show, but that's 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 about it for us. We we burnt out in streaming. We did OBS, but it was a lot of work. You have to build it in OBS. Yeah. If you want to build, your, you got to build your scenes. You got to build the way that it flows. You you got to build everything. And each time you have to go in and tweak keys and make sure it's being sent out to the to the right uh, platform. So right. There's a lot of work on the back end with OBS. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, no, I think I think that people there's a lot of opportunity out there for live streaming. So if we're to try to pull this back together, I I look at what what was it? What is this show about, anyways? Should you live stream for your ministry? <laughs> um, should you? Maybe. That's my answer. Um, I would say. Actually, no, let me rephrase that. Should you? Yes. Yeah. You should. But you should make sure, as Scripture tells us, do everything that we do as we do it unto the Lord. Yeah. We don't do things unto the Lord as an afterthought. We do it with intentionality. We think about what we're going to do, and then we do it. And I think that's what how we should be doing this. Um, when we're live streaming... And we should live stream. Just think about how we can do it. And if you don't have the the full production to be able to do live streaming your Sunday service well, uh, and keep in mind, well is different from for different people. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, don't follow my standard. My my bar is way too high for what I think most churches can and should do if they're going to live stream their Sunday mornings. Um, but if you can't do it well by your standard of well and what you think God has for you to do it well and excellent, think about doing something different. Maybe it's just live streaming some prayer time. Maybe it's live streaming, um, you know, before the service. If you if you're sitting there and you're like, no, hey, I like the idea of live streaming on my way to church, but I am not live streaming from the car. Or I live in rural whatever. That's, that's where battles take place. We're we're gonna be, and if that's the case, fine. <laughs> How about you do a little live stream before you leave, or once you get to church? Because as we all know, most pastors are there in enough time that if they did a quick like ten minute live stream, their congregation has enough time to see that notification that just popped up and think, oh yeah, I probably should be at church instead of just sitting home and watching Netflix and chilling. Um, and they have enough time to see that get dressed and then get to church. Yeah. There's, there's options. So just think about it, which by the way, as you guys are listening, as you're watching it, if you have some ideas for some live streams that ministries could do, I want to hear about them. Drop them in the comments below. Down there, down there, down there somewhere. That region. 
Yep. Oh, and if you're listening to this and you're like, but I'm listening on Apple Podcasts right now and there's not a comment section. Well, great. You know what you should do? You should get a hold of Jared and I over on Instagram. Jared's at Bite of Brownie Productions, and I am at Joshua Verwers. Come Check say hello. Out. Say what's up. Say we just heard you guys pontificate for an hour and twenty minutes, and now I'm annoyed. Which, but which has been really fun, man. That whole good. Instagram thing. Yeah, well, yeah, this is good stuff. But we're. I've had a, a, quite a few people actually here recently just drop in and say hello. Um, let them let me know that they're watching, they're listening, and and that's been awesome. We like it. Say hi. Come say hi. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, uh, I think there was a, a, a comment or two up here from Henry I wanted to get to before we left. Yes. Um, yes, Henry is saying, I definitely agree that if anything is to be done, it should be done with excellence. He says, my church has evolved from just having video on the screen to expanding to a more engaging service. Uh, what you saw was me... Uh, it was experimenting with different services. And he mm-hmm. says, I've gone from just being a media minister to having an invested interest in using my talents for evangelical pursuits. Come going on, man. From just fishing to being a fisherman. There you go, Henry. Good, good, good stuff. Love that stuff. Um, yeah, that's, that's what we got. I was thinking there was one co- other statistic that I had told you about earlier jared but i can't remember what was it there was there was one of these i'm i'm looking for those that are sitting there and they're like there's dead air oh yes yes (laughs) here it is did you find it this is a source okay so i love this um this source comes from vimeo right but it says Okay, just for a second. I'm this is Vimeo, which the is real a platform. A a video platform. <laughs> Vimeo. Uh-huh. And they've got a statistics about YouTube. You ready for this? I'm ready. So their survey revealed that when respondents were asked to choose their favorite live streaming platforms, 70% said YouTube. Hmm. <laughs> And that comes from Vimeo. So you can sit there and you can look at Twitch. You can look at Facebook. You can look at Instagram. You can look at TikTok. You can look at Twitter. You can look at Vimeo. You can look at Church Online. 70% they prefer YouTube. Now, let me, not to go down a rabbit hole here, but let me just say this. Uh, what you commented on earlier, it's about where your audience is. Uh, I have two different audiences. My church audience, the, the ones who are local, who are going and engaged mm-hmm. with Grace Fellowship, they, they are on Facebook. Yep. So I meet them because they're already there. I meet with them on Facebook, and we reach out from Facebook. But if you're going fishing for you know, a different audience, if you're, like Henry was saying, if you're becoming a fisher of men kind of a thing yeah. on YouTube, yeah, I mean, YouTube's a great place to throw out some bait, make some videos, share some live streams. Right, and when, when I sit there... You can have multiple audiences. And when I ask people to locate where their audience is it's not just locating your current audience it's locating your target audience right um because a lot of times even our current audience isn't necessarily our target audience and so the people that we're able to draw isn't always necessarily what god wants us to draw and so that's where 
you you think about that and you say, hey, where is our current audience? Where is our target audience? Can it, or if they're in this, the same place, brilliant. If they're not, is there a way for me to reach them both at the same That's time? Mm-hmm. Link in the comments, restream.io. <laughs> it is an affiliate link. I love it. Which means if you buy yeah, something, they're going to give me a little kickback. And if you there don't, you go. There you go. they're not going to give me any kickback. Oh, joshuaverwers.com forward slash merch. Here comes the deluge of the plugs. Go ahead. Get them. Get them. This episode of Vlog Pastors Podcast is brought to you by yours truly. You can catch me at patreon.com forward slash Joshua Verwers. Love your support. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And by the way, the one and only Diana Gladney is here. She says, is she here? Hey, Diana, hey, finally. Hello, girl. She says, hey, Hi. hey. We. She's a busy woman. I know. She's I know a busy it. woman. I and I think is, hey, if she's been actually happy. doing her vlogs, like if she's editing these like the day before she's gone, she's on the other side of the country. She's a couple hours behind us. We started and it was still early in the morning. And if Diane is anything like me, she's a night owl. So she probably wasn't even up when we started. <laughs> but do you have your coffee with you, Diana? Uh, she has to, she has to No, She says she, or she says, right. to something that we said, what did we say? Uh, without YouTube, I never would have met either of you. Hashtag new audience. <laughs> true. I got you. Very true. We I love Diana. You. Yep. Yep. And she says she is in Washington and with coffee. So still, there, there you go. go. Here we go. If you guys haven't checked out Diana, go check her out. You want to see some behind the scenes stuff? She's doing these vlogs. Go give her some love. Go give her some support because that's behind the scenes. It's stuff that I just, I love. I enjoy watching it. So, yep. There you go. It's not a live stream, but it's, it's a behind the scenes vlog. Diana does enough live streams and she's traveling. It's hard to do a live stream when you're traveling. Although if somebody could pull it off, Diana, it's you. What do you think? Mobile live stream. I think she could. I don't think she could do it. I don't I don't know that she would be able to compromise on the production quality. I think she'd be like, oh no. I'm not using that. <laughs> she could figure hers it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, but hers is like yours. Hers is at such a high quality, it'd be like, mm, it's gonna be tough to whip out the cell phone and she make that happen. She could figure it out. If I had <laughs> Diana's equipment, specifically Diana's lights, I could pull it off. Maybe. That's a challenge, Diana. That's a challenge. Josh could do it. She says, laugh out loud, I will be live streaming later with the whole yes. setup. See? Yes. There she goes. Go check it out. Head girl. over. Diana Gladney, the Entree Woman TV. You're going to see some amazing stuff. And if you want more tips about live streaming and whatnot, check out Diana. She's amazing. A couple other things that you guys should check out if you're interested in live streaming. I highly recommend the YouTube channel Live Streaming Pros and uh, Church Media Guys. Check them out as well. There's some Mm. good stuff over there. That's all I got for this week. You got anything else, Jared? No, man. I'm out. All right. Oh, wait. I'm supposed to say something. Hey. you Stay blessed and enjoy God's best. (laughs) Have a good day. Have a good day. (laughs) Bye. We're out of here. Love you guys.